Is it an Illinois plate? Uh, it is not an okay. Illinois plate. Okay. I'm sorry. No. No, no, no. That's... But because, as you're opening that, because it's a new year. <laughs> I want a new start. <laughs> That's right. So 512, it's a podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm Sultry Matthew. Welcome back, Sultry Matthew. Oh, it's good to be here. You're not sick. No, I'm not. You're I'm just, just yeah, struggling I, with the absence of humidity. Humidity. Yeah. How about that? Just dry. Dry. You're all dried out. I am dried out on the inside. You're dead on dead inside. Oh, that's been years, <laughs> years ago. You died on the inside years ago, and yeah. now it's all drying. It's out. finally catching. It's finally out. catching. It's working its way outwards. Yeah, I, <laughs> I gave up decades ago. Well, I'm I'm sorry that your <laughs> part of your your vocal cords are feeling bad. Thank you. <laughs> and that it's making you sound that way. But well, the rest of you feels fine. That's it, nice. It sounds like a whole different guest. <laughs> Maybe this one will be entertaining. <laughs> I almost dropped my stick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said doesn't work there. <clears throat> no. no, it does. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much always yeah. works. I mean if it can no, it's it's worked in <laughs> In, in lesser situations than that. That's what she said. Yeah, okay. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, episode 512. 512, yes it 512. Is. As a matter of fact, uh, episode 5112 is brought to us <laughs> by the city of Austin, Texas. Welcome, Austin, Texas yeah, listeners. We're glad all of you are here. We appreciate the sponsorship. <laughs> uh, and of course, one of the things that Austin is favorite Austin, for, Massachusetts. No, no. <laughs> No. Road trip? No. That, remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Austin, Texas. Coda. Huh? Coda is in Austin. What is Circuit of the Americas? Oh, Coda. That's where they have the F1 race. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what that sounds That's like, exactly right? exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't do that right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I'll blow something. That's what she said. <laughs> so is this the uh, news segment now? Oh, might as well. I mean, we're just... well, this isn't actual. This was the F one news part. Oh, I should have saved that for later. I'll cut yeah, that out. We'll, we'll we'll redo that. Or just let everybody know how disjointed and dysfunctional the. We are. We haven't even opened the whiskey yet. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> F one news. What's news in F one? You know, we're we're in the off season. We're in the off season right now. Who won? Was it that Schumacher guy? Or the no? It was it was the, the guy that could not be Verstappen. Yes, Ver, <laughs> Verstappen. Vergoen won the, Vergoen. the drivers uh-huh. championship. <laughs> Max was that yeah, his name? Max, Max, Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Yeah, and then um, and Red Bull did take the the constructors' cup for the best team. But then in the last race, Leclerc beat Checo for okay. number two uh-huh. on the driver standings. 
Were they neck and neck? Yeah, they were even on points going yeah. in all oh, those okay. races. And it was just whoever finished ahead of each, you know. And, uh, of course, Max won the race by, you know, 18 laps because he's just in a world of his own. But now that we're in the offseason, um, all the drivers, because, you know, last time we talked, the drivers were still kind of up in the air. And um, the driver lineup for next year has been solidified. Haas did dump Schumacher and um, picked up Nico Rosberg, who was one of their reserve drivers. And then Schumacher went to Mercedes as a as a backup driver. And McLaren dumped Ricardo, brought on Piastri. They stole them, stole Piastri from um, Alpine in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, Ricardo is now the number three driver at Red Bull. He's back at Red Bull. Okay. And he's their reserve driver. And, you know, which has been, you know, all the F1 people have been blowing up like, you know, are they going to dump Checo? Are they going to get rid of Sergio? Are they going to bring you know Daniel back in as a number two driver? And it's like, no, he's just going to take sit a year out and watch from the sidelines, and then probably go on and maybe be another driver in twenty four. We're, we're not sure. Sebastian Vettel, who retired last year, was now picked up by Red Bull as a consultant or advisor or something like that. He's back in the game. But the the really cool and interesting news that's happened is that it looks like there's going to be an 11th team on the grid. And it's always been 10? It's varied. Okay. Um, but it's been a long time since there was more than 10. Okay. And um, Andretti Motorsports has teamed up with Cadillac. And it looks like they're going to be the 11th entry. So, elderly drivers? Yeah. And we're gonna, yeah. These big Coupe de Ville. Boxy cars. <laughs> Are going to compete against the, uh, the Silver Fox Brigade out there, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be that's going to be really cool. There, who's the uh, current Andretti that's racing? The grandson or great grandson? I, I think it's the grandson. It's just up, still the grandson. Mario okay. is uh-huh. the Andretti. He's an F one and IndyCar champion. Yeah, he's and still then, alive, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. And then Michael is the, is the one, son. Is the son who's running the business? Oh, okay. And then I forget who the grandson is, but yeah, he's racing somewhere. But that'll be that'll be cool. We'll have a a, a second U.S. based team because Haas is in North Carolina. Okay, and then um, Andretti Motorsports is out of Indianapolis. Of that'll course. be really cool. Yeah, yeah. And they've already they've already said we're going to take Logan Sargent, who's an IndyCar driver, who's an American IndyCar driver, and and make them and put him on the team. And that could could be as early as twenty five, probably twenty six, because in twenty six the new engine regulations come out and. That's when they all go all electric. They're the, well, no, no, no. They, they do have Formula E, which is the all electric, and it's really is that like the WNBA? That's the thing that no one watches. No, there's actually there's a female F1, and they canceled the last three races because I don't think anybody knew it was happening. But no, the the uh, Formula we E gotta is, get Brittany Grinder back home so because the, the ratings are. Oh wait, no, no, they're not. They're yeah, already no one, no yeah. one noticed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, the Formula E is it's it's so underwhelming because they're electric cars. I mean, what does a Tesla sound like when it's revving its engine at the stoplight? Nothing. It sounds like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it and sounds exactly like that. That's as opposed as as opposed to when when you're in an F one car and and it sounds like Yeah, they're gonna have to yeah. put something in the cars to make noise. 
Yeah. To make it exciting. Like like cards in the spokes. Yeah. <laughs> make it sound cool. Yeah. Uh, Wait. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> exactly. They need to do that to the Formula E cars. Make them fun. I mean... <laughs> Uh, and then the other interesting news is that like the, uh, they'll beep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the like the electric cars do when they're backing up. Beep, 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 beep. Except they'll beep when they're going forward, and the beeping will get faster the faster they drive. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Oh my gosh, Calgon, take me away. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, and then Audi is entering the uh, the engine manufacturers. <laughs> Audi is in. Audi is and Audi is an in. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think they've they're teaming up with um, Alpine, yes, to be their engine. <laughs> Never engine gets old. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I I just love it when Alpine yes. rams into the back of Ass Tim Martin. <laughs> How many times does that happen every race? Enough to where it's still. I just I love being perpetually twelve. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, that's the whole reason that's third purpose exists. It's like, you know, when you were a kid and playing with your uh, cassette recorder. Yeah. Yeah. And except we just updated it for the yeah. 21st century and the internet <laughs> updated in Update. quotes. That's yeah. because, like, a, a, as you noticed before with the uh, when we were trying to look at something on the internet with this two, 2009 Mac Mini, wow, which has ceased getting updates. <laughs> Yeah, it it thinks every website is dangerous <laughs> and doesn't have a certificate, and I got to click through a bunch of things and type in my password. Oh, eventually I'll up upgrade that computer. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> so back to F one, or was that it? That's pretty much it. Now okay. you know. Now the the next big thing that's going to happen is uh, the new twenty three car unveils. You know, every team has kind of a big big to do where they roll out the 23 car and uh -huh. take the curtain off and everybody. and do they do they change much oh yeah they from change. year to year oh yeah really yeah they change a lot from year to year and they also change within the year uh, they'll they'll do continuous developments on an average as they're learning about track performance and wow okay. yeah that was one of the reasons that red bull won the constructors cup last year they lo they lost let's see max had Verstappen. For go yeah, he was Verstappen because he had a, he had DNFs in two of the first three races. Did not finish? Did not finish. Uh -huh. And um, Ferrari looked like it was going to run away with the, with the Constructors' Cup. But um, Red Bull was able to go and do some engineering, and they found some weight that they were able to take off the car. And that weight was enough to get them just a little bit more performance, and then boom, they were gone. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons they introduced the cost cap. In, in F1. Yeah. Because uh, Mercedes, during their eight-year run of Constructors' Cups, were spending a half billion dollars a year. Yeah. So they were just... They are just outspending everybody. Pulling a Yankees. Pulling a Yankees. Outspending everyone Patriots. else. Yeah. yeah. And, and they could do whatever they wanted. They could throw, you know, 300 engineers at it to find a way to gain a, a tenth of a second or you know, a hundredth of a second. Yeah, were the 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 New England Patriots were doing that? Was that in in the NFL? Yeah, was that was that what caused the salary cap to come into existence? <laughs> no, well the salary the salary cap's been in the NFL for a long time, but <clears throat> there's ways around that. I guess 
Yeah. But with the uh, with the F one cap, you know, they're trying to they're trying to prevent Mercedes from spending a half billion dollars and just saying, you know, whatever, I don't care. Blank check. Yeah. And then you got Haas that, you know, can barely spend $120 million a year. <laughs> from North Carolina. From North Carolina, yeah. you know. Well, you know. But it'll um, it's supposed to flatten it out a little bit so there's less disparity between the you know, the 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 podium and the back markers. But yeah, I guess next time we talk, probably won't be any F1 news in the next conversation. Next time I come back, there's not a whole lot it's going on. In the off season. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty quiet. Okay. Well, we'll have to drink more whiskey then to fill that time. We'll definitely drink more whiskey. <laughs> was there something else that uh, the F1 News was leading into? Or was that the the, the 512 lean? Yeah, the, the area the, code. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Austin, Austin and Austin's oh, okay. Coda. Yeah, yeah. Circuit of areas. Okay. So that, now is it time to do? Now we could do actual news. Actual? or Well, not actual, but non-specific Le- news. Legitimate's not a good word either. No, because we love... Formula One news. We love Formula One. That sound effect is much better than this one. No, I like that one. Well, no, it's fine. That's why we keep using it. Yeah, it works. You know, this. I can listen to that all day. That's a cool sound. I get tired of the news theme after a couple of times. Yeah, I'm not even going to play it again. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, where's my... Which one of these phones has news on it? So, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, CES, yeah. was recently. And uh, I noticed a couple of fun fun things to talk about okay. on there. A company called, I think it's pronounced Wythings. It's spelled Withings, like W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S. Okay. But I think it's, I believe it is pronounced Wythings. Wythings. Because any other pronunciation sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. They have debuted in, that's, unfortunately for you, Matthew, it is currently iPhone only. Is an iPhone connected urine reader that goes in your toilet. Hey. If, if, the, uh, if the reading is bad, does it have this alert that says you're in trouble? <laughs> I hope so. Or you're in good health. Uh-huh, yeah, it should. I don't believe this article mentions that. Go. The product is called the U-Scan. What, what do you do? You put your phone in the middle of the stream and piss it's like on your a, phone? It, no, it's a little hockey puck. Oh, you put it in your that, ba- oh, that, so you that rests inside the okay. toilet bowl. There's a device in the toilet. You don't just there piss. is a device in the toilet bowl just, that connects to an app you don't on, your on your iPhone. No, you do not piss on your phone. No. <laughs> I keep peeing on my iPhone, and now <laughs> nothing works. <laughs> Not only did the stupid urine thing not work, the phone's dead. <laughs> what gives with things? Yes, it is a miniaturized health lab that attaches to the toilet bowl and collects urine for home urine screening. Wything says that urine screening can provide an immediate snapshot of the body's balance and provide useful monitoring and detecting of a, quote, large variety of health information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is 90 millimeters in diameter. Thank you. Can you please US-based website. Convert that to freedom units for me. I think it's like two and a half inches. Okay. It's designed to collect urine through a collection inlet. When the presence of urine is detected, 
through a thermal sensor, a pump is activated that sends the urine to a specific test pod. This is inside the device where a chemical reaction is read by an optical module. The U-scan can channel urine through multiple pods to take several readings at one time. These are different readings, I'm assuming, no, for right, different no, things. Why are you doing so, so multiple readings? Is that like So this thing is, must be battery-powered. Two or three people pissing How do you want to change the battery in this thing? Hey, I got to <laughs> change the battery in the, in the piss sensor there in the toilet. <laughs> Gross. There's so many things wrong with this. Yes. When the measurement is complete, the urine is purged through a waste outlet and the U-scan is cleaned. I'm putting cleaned in, in dick finger yeah. quotes there. When the toilet flushes. Mm-hmm. Sure it is. But um, what about the piss that got all over it? <laughs> well, it's they've got it like it's hanging kind of halfway down on the, from the rim on the front of the bowl uh, so that it can get pee from different types of people with different... Um, equipment how does it know who how does it know who let's see hmm i believe that information is in fact in this article ah. wyving says that the u-scan can be used by multiple people as it is able to distinguish between users through a and this is their term for it stream id feature oh geez yes sensors in the reader measure multiple variables to identify an individual user's urine stream by determining the movement and distance of the stream okay see that that totally <laughs> fails because <clears throat> i mean at my age sometimes it's it's <laughs> dribbling like a four-year-old's trying to throw a fastball or the pipe is 90 percent iced up yes yeah. exactly yeah and then other days, it it might as well be a, a it's ten like, inch diameter fire hose coming out at three thousand. It's 000. like that uh, that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David is taking the the, the pee pills to help him pee better, <laughs> and he it's like an uncontrollable thing, and it goes everywhere, and it splashes on. Did you see that one? No. It splashes on some they've the 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 person's house who he's in. Oh my gosh! He asks to use. He has to pee all the time because he's right. on his pill, and it's like he's peeing like a racehorse, like fire hose. I can't control it; it goes everywhere. And uh, he's peeing in their bathroom, and there's next on the wall next to the toilet, up at at head level, <laughs> there's a picture of Jesus. Oh no! Framed picture oh, of Jesus, Lord. and he gets it everywhere, and it gets on the p- p- picture of Jesus, and it right on under Jesus's eye, and it looks like the painting is crying, and the per- the homeowner goes in there after he leaves and sees it and thinks that it's this miracle yeah it's hilarious lord lord please forgive us (laughs) and when i say us i mean all of us we're terrible 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 horrible sinners please forgive us Uh uh-huh now what about multiple streams simultaneously like when uh in the in the first thing in the morning when when you go in there and you you shoot in different directions no what if you had like two people how how that would how would that work you know just Two people standing up and all pissing out at the same time. I mean, I know that violates like a thousand laws of the urinal. I the, the article doesn't cover that, but I'm just curious, you know. And that's you a, never going to happen to me in my toilet, so I'm not interested. I mean, what if you get cross streams? I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's not happening in my house. Hey, but you so know what? In care. IT, anytime you say this will never happen, it happens all the time. Okay, well, this isn't IT. You're talking about multiple penises. <laughs> In my bathroom you with me what? in there. You know what? So, no. Well, maybe not you, but other people might be interested in this. <laughs> like you? <laughs> Why oh, don't that... you Google it yourself later <laughs> is... when you get home and you're on your <laughs> Wi-Fi? <laughs> Jeez. I'm just curious. I mean, you know. 
As a consultant, it's my job to find all of the possible accommodations of things that people could f*** up and then work out a solution. Matthew, I don't care if you want to engage in sword play at your house, but it's not happening here. Is that what it's called? When two men... I don't know why you Google that. No. <laughs> Actually, why? what do I care? You... Hang on. Turn it, VPN. Turning the VPN on and Googling sword play. Sword play. Wait. Urban dictionary, probably. Yeah. I think the fact that neither of us know this is a good thing. Sword play is the act of engaging in a dual-like conversation where you try to outsmart it. What? Urban dictionary, you disappoint. That's word play. Sword fighting, a playful sexual game in which two men attack each other with <laughs> Oh my lord. Hey, um... Okay, so I was close. It's fighting. God, Sword fighting. God, if I could add an, an addendum to that previous <laughs> prayer. Just please. Just I'm Forgive not even gonna all. be specific. Just everyone for everything. Yeah. Okay, more CES news. CES. C E yes. NVIDIA. Okay. You know, they make the graphics, graphics cards. cards. Yeah, yeah. They launched the GeForce Now Ultimate tier with RTX 4080 GPU for cloud gaming at 240 frames per second. Cloud gaming? I'm not a gamer. This is the first time I've heard the phrase cloud gaming was in this article. That's why I, I, I bookmarked this. So, you know what people are doing now? Instead of buying the expensive graphics card, they're paying like a monthly subscription to use the expensive graphics card through the cloud. That's how good the internet is now. Holy crap. And as someone who has the good internet now. <laughs> Nerdburger now with fiber. Thank you, AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that this, that how this could yes, be possible. I know. But isn't that wild? Yeah. People are, are logging in to NVIDIA's servers to play the super expensive... $4,000, I'm assuming, yeah, something along those lines. It's probably not that expensive. Uh, video card, because it, it is so expensive, and they that's, don't want to have to put it in their own rig. Brilliant model. Right? Well, I mean, it's, it gets back to... $20 a month, or 100 for six months. It's it's terminal desktops again. Yeah. Where your computer is really just a, a oh, tw- it's dumb 12. device that connects yeah. to the smart computer. Right, yeah. It's $1,200, the graphics card, if you want to buy it yourself. Or if you do the $100, $100 for every six months, so that's $200 a year. So after six years. Which is probably a pretty good ROI. Considering. six years, you'll want to replace your graphics card. Oh, you'd want to replace it long before then. If yeah. you're into the top gaming. Yeah. Like the best thing, right? The new hotness. Yeah. Speaking, Two years. Speaking of that, one of Daniel's one Christmas presents uh, was a new gaming monitor. And um, and he had specs on it that he wanted, and I found a good deal on it, and had it delivered to the house, and we got it, you know, three or four weeks before Christmas. Well, it was delivered in just the box. Daniel walks up to the house and sees a big new monitor sitting in front of the house. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah, you forgot to click uh, ship ship in this Am- was, Amazon packaging. <laughs> this no, is this, a gift. <laughs> yeah, this, this wasn't Amazon. It was it was oh, know. it was someplace without the option. Yeah. yeah. And, um, that's annoying. And he, he was all excited. And, and I told him that was his Christmas present and he was excited until he remembered the Solha family rule. No presents till Christmas. Yeah. So now he knows what he's getting. And we How sat far it, in advance. Three weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And it sat under the tree. Unwrapped. 
Because he already knew what it was. Yeah, just left it out there. <laughs> There's your monitor. Every time he walked past Christmas tree there, it taunting him, uh-huh. taunting him, taunting yeah. him. And then Christmas Day, drags it upstairs, plugs it in. It's defective. Oh. Yeah. You could have done the exchange already I in that know. three weeks if you had yeah. broken the family rule and let him plug it in. Or at least just tested it yourself. Yeah. When he wasn't around. And then retaped it back together. Did I ever tell you what I used to do with uh, Christmas presents when I was a little kid? No. You know, because we had the thing, uh, you know, that we had Santa Claus would come, you know, Chris, yeah. Christmas Eve and yeah. dump like the good, the really good presents. The big present. And fill up the stockings. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's and the big is. present. Right. But, but in between, you know, leading up to Christmas in the weeks before Christmas, the, like randomly packages would begin right. to appear under the tree and right. it would start growing and until it was covering the whole, mm-hmm. uh, the, the skirt, the tree skirt, and go, gone out onto the carpet. Mm-hmm. Then then Christmas Eve, and boom, yeah. you know. What I used to do is, to, to, to make sure my parents got me the right thing, I would wait until, you know, I'd come home from school, and I'd be the only one home, mm-hmm. and I would get a uh, razor blade, <laughs> and and the, the same roll of scotch tape that um, my mom used to wrap the presents, yeah. and I would very surgically slice open. Okay tape just enough to peek inside to make sure to that yes that is well at first i would pick it up and i would weigh it in my yeah. hands and shake it against my ear and and like okay i think this is that the, that thing i asked for but let me just make sure she got the right color or model or whatever and then i'd cut it open and then i very carefully tear off a, a piece of tape exactly the same length and yeah put it directly over the original piece of tape what would happen if it was the wrong it never happened you're, My mom's that good. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> I have control issues. <laughs> I think. Or I used to when I was a kid. Wow. Actually, um, so I had to take a, a that uh Briggs Myers, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. The four letter test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not that four letter. Yeah. Um, and uh I came out in ISTJ. And I remember taking it when I was a kid, and I was an INTJ. And I'm like, so I, I, I have no idea. I know I is introvert. I don't know what any of the okay. rest of the letters mean. Um, so I looked up what the difference was, and it's this just this is what reminded me of, of this just now is the IN is like a su- super controlling uh, person. The N part yeah. is super controlling. Okay. And the, the S is I don't I don't give, give a crap. <laughs> you ran out of give a. F- I, Exactly. Be- yeah. Behold, <laughs> my my the field in which I grow my f- is fallow. <laughs> <laughs> Lay thine eyes upon it and yes. and and realize that it is barren or whatever. Well, I take the American Indian approach and that let a field sit every seventh year and grow nothing. Yeah, this is the seventh year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Hey, so we had that Arctic blast. It got really cold. It here. did get killed. It, killed. it was six. It got chilly. I woke up that morning uh, that it was the coldest day, and it was six outside with a n- minus something wind chill. You know, the amazing thing is it happens every single time <laughs> at this point in the year uh-huh. since God created the universe. Yeah. But it always catches us off guard. Yep. So here's, here's an article that asks the question, how did electric vehicles handle America's Arctic blast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fun, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, batteries don't do so well in the no, super duper cold. Don't. No, no, they don't. A, uh, let's see. A typical internal combustion engine vehicle 
might have its range reduced by 15 to 25 percent in below freezing temperatures, while an electric vehicle's range will be slashed 20 to 50 percent, <laughs> depending upon driving speed. Oh, depending upon driving speed, temperature, and interior climate preference. Yeah. Don't forget, everything inside the car runs on the same electricity yes, that the engine does. Yeah. So. <laughs> Honey, is there a charging station between here and the grocery store? It's cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to have heat. Yeah. Because there's nothing in that engine that's actually generating right. heat. <laughs> But I think it's funny that people's interior climate preferences yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, are degrading their experience driving a car that's supposed to save the planet well, from it, the climate. Well, yeah, I mean there's there's no alternator that's auto, that's generating new electricity. Yep. But, well, there's you know, that the brake yeah, recovery but, recapture thing or whatever, but, but that doesn't no. that's hardly anything. A physiotherapist dubbed the fart fairy is giving advice to those who struggle to pass gas, showing how struggle? they yes, struggle, showing how they can improve their ability to effectively let rip. I did not know that my natural gift could turn into a career. You, you especially need to pay attention to this. No kidding. News item. Were they hiring? The expert, known only as George, mm. although the expert appears to be a woman okay. of, of the biological variety. Yeah, who cares? Posted a clip to TikTok saying struggles with flatulence could be caused by tight pelvic floor muscles. Matthew, do you t suffer from tight pelvic floor? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My pelvic floor is looser than Congress's purse strings. <laughs> do you struggle to get your farts out? George asked viewers. <laughs> Are you having to bear down in order to get your farts out? All right. Well, now, all right. Sometimes a certain <laughs> amount of, of sphincter force is necessary to create the ambiance that you want your your participants to uh -huh. enjoy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's at our age, it's a fine tuned musical it, instrument. It really like is. like my dad told his his doctor that one time. That's not a hemorrhoid. That's a reed. <laughs> True story. That's amazing. <laughs> I love your dad. We need to get you two, the two of you together. Oh, wow, that, <laughs> that would be so wonderfully bad. <laughs> yeah, that's like the key master and the gatekeeper yeah. in Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Holding up a model of a midsection, the, the physiotherapist pointed to the external anal sphincter, saying, if this muscle is not relaxing appropriately... Or if the deeper layer of the pelvic floor inside the pelvis is not letting go, it'll essentially stay quite squeezed and tight and prevent air from coming through. George subsequently shared two ways a person could loosen their pelvic floor muscles. Now, this is the part you do not need to listen to, Matthew. <laughs> In order to let air pass through more effectively. First, uh, get down into a deep squat. Yeah, I'm already done. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then uh, lay on the floor uh, on your back with your legs up in a, it's a yoga pose known as happy baby. Okay. Also downward dog. Okay. That's the one that, that lets the farts out. I don't know if it loosens your pelvic floor, but it, uh, it allows the, the natural rising of the lighter gases. Okay. But you just stick your ass in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It works every time with 
our dog. <laughs> Every time he does the stretch where he puts his front his front front Something paws comes out. out and sticks his ass in the air. Yeah, almost every time he farts. And your dog's farts stink. Also, he f- farts when he he launches from the floor to go up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> almost every time it's hilarious. He's also getting older. Uh George mm-hmm. also claimed that both uh both poses, so that was the uh, happy baby and the other one. Uh, would help with flatulence if they were accompanied by diaphragm, hmm, diaph, diaphragmatic, diaphragmatic, diaphragmatic breathing. Yeah, let your belly expand on the inhale and then let it recoil on the exhale. Diaphragmatic breathing can also have other benefits such as reducing blood pressure and heart rate. George said that people could get into a deep squat or happy baby pose when they felt the need to let it rip. Alternatively, they could practice both positions regularly in order to generally loosen up the pelvic floor muscles. Farting's not hard. This is this is George in a deep squat. Hi, George. <laughs> I I don't it's farting is not difficult. For some people it is. Really? Apparently, and really? that's who, who that article was for. And here at Nuremberger, we support farting and we want you to fart as much as possible. <laughs> yes we do and thus this is a public service to you okay before we move on to the next segment i have a bit of news i think this is why i got confused before okay about your thing leading from one thing into another uh, I, I have one th- oh, thing you, that leads from you, one you to also another. have a segue i have a segue yeah spelt s-e-g-u-e correct <laughs> not s-e-g-w-a-y wait no that's a product <laughs> they don't make that anymore, do they? I think they quit making that. Um, Cops got too fat. <laughs> well, now they got that hoverboard thing, yeah. which is just a segue without the handle. Right. Yeah. Review from Drink Hacker. Okay. Lagavulin, 11 years old, <laughs> Offerman edition, charred oak cask, 2022. Oh, I bet that's good. So this is the third okay. whiskey, scotch, sorry. Well, it's umbrella whiskey. Yeah, but but in Scotland it would be Scotch with without an e, right? Yes. Yeah. This eleven-year-old bottling was designed to pair specifically with steak. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and is made by aging the spirit in American and European oak casks that are shaved down and then heavily recharred, really pouring on the wood influence. Ooh. This is a much different whiskey than last year's bottling but I suspect Lagavulin fans will find it more immediately familiar than the 2021. As expected, notes of chimney smoke waft immediately from the glass once it is poured. Chimney smoke. Mm -hmm. Though after it blows off, a fruitier note becomes evident, impregnating the aromatics with some apple and spice elements. It's less maritime than the typical Lagavulin expression, but not far from the center of the distillery's standard-issue dartboard. Initially lightly sweet on the palate, notes of baked apples give way quickly to a reprise of peat, here showcasing more salty sea spray, but not really much in the way of iodine or medicinal notes. Chewy and sooty. Mm-hmm. Chewy? <laughs> yeah. How? What does what chewy describe? It's thick peat. Thick peat. But why Very chewy? It just, is uh, it super it, viscous? No, it just it tastes low, chewy. Well, no, it's, low it's, viscosity. Wait, high viscosity. Which one makes it thicker? I never remember. High viscosity. High viscosity is yeah. thicker. Yeah. Okay. It's viscous. Yeah. Chewy and sooty. 
It's a more brash exploration of smokiness that comes across as somewhat less complex than many of them. The finish finds a cookie-like sweetness pairing with burnt toast and ashy fireplace (laughs) embers. Mmm, cookies and burned. Again, quite smoky, but not overtly. Islay, Ilay, how do you pronounce that? I-S-L-A-Y. I don't know. Centric. Though it's close enough for government work. All told, I feel like this release takes classic Lagavulin and dials back some of its more evocative and nuanced elements, though that actually makes for a more powerful overall production that does indeed keep the focus on smokiness. Lagavulin is a very smoky. Like that Lagavulin 16 yes. I had, it was, it was chewy. It was chewy. If Offerman Lagavulin really did want to create their, quote, smokiest whiskey ever, I think they've succeeded. Yeah, I'd buy that. B, um, they give it B+. Plus and say it only costs $80. <laughs> Where is that only $80? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I got to buy a bottle of that. If it's only $80, then yes. Do you find it? Well, I guess it's only an 11-year as opposed to the... I'm used to the 16-year. That's yeah. the one that's 100, yeah. 105. Yeah. But an Offerman. I mean... Yeah. That's one you keep the box. Absolutely. Yeah. And the bottle. So, speaking of whiskey... You want to segue into whiskey? Well, that was the whole point of that. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, I, didn't, I, no. I just stumbled across that. I'm not real smart. What do you got today? All right. Uh, today, <clears throat> we, um, we're going to talk about the Hermanos Whiskey Challenge. Hermanos Whiskey Challenge. And interestingly enough, if you Google that with quotes. <laughs> you break the internet. It comes up with nothing. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every year at Christmas when my family gets together, the Hermanos... The brothers and the brothers-in-law. and now, Oh, that's why it breaks the internet. This is your own thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then now some of the younger, or the grandkids, the grandsons who were old enough of drinking age now start participating. And we do a blind whiskey taste test. Okay. And everybody brings a bottle. And we've argued years and years about what bottle to bring and what's whiskey and what's bourbon. And then they said <laughs> it was bourbon. And then I brought a Jack and they said, well, that's not bourbon. That's Tennessee whiskey. Like, you know, lots yeah. of great arguments. It's all whiskey. It is all whiskey. Um, but then we we standardized on bourbon for a while and okay. just brought bourbons. And then this year we decided to do something a little different and do a blind test on rye. Yeah. Different rye whiskeys. And I knew I was going to win because <laughs> I knew I was going to win. And um, Is this what you brought? And it is. I brought the winning bottle this year. And it was no question. Everybody. It was... Unanimous? Yeah. Yeah. Which is almost unanimous. Almost unanimous. Almost unanimous. The Basil Hayden Dark Rye. Okay. And it is, it lives up to its name. It is a really, really, really dark rye. It is. Um, and there's not much left in that bottle. <laughs> no, there's not a whole lot left in the bottle. And it, um, I like it because it has, it has notes of spices and fruit in it. Okay. Which is a little different from a lot of ryes. A lot of ryes are typically hotter and spicier yep because the they're, it's not as sweet as corn from bourbon right but for some reason this dark rye it's it's really comfortable there there's very little spice in it yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i just get a little sniff of that Ooh, yeah, yeah that smells so, very good i believe now we'll go into a taste test yeah we'll get some and you have new New glasses. Allison got me these for Christmas. My new, I don't even know what you call these. Are these, these aren't Glencairns. No, they're not Glencairns. They are uh, Norman Copenhagen 
designer whiskey glasses. There you go. And I love the, um, yeah, they've got the little nipple in the bottom to hold the ice up. Yep. Which is nice. So um, enjoy your Basil Hayden's dark rye. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, I would not have guessed that this was a rye if you had yeah. given this to me and said, here's here's just some some whiskey or some bourbon or whatever. Mm-hmm. What is it technically? It is a whiskey. It's whiskey. Okay. It's whiskey. It's, it's not a bourbon because it's <clears throat> the mash bill is because it's rye. Greater than yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's got really nice caramel notes. But I'll, I I love the spice, and I wish I knew which spices they were. But and you, you get the spice in the exhale. Where I find it. Okay. Yeah, but it was my palate is not that fine tuned yet. <laughs> no, this is really good. Yeah, it's it's delicious, and it's relatively reasonably available. Yeah, um, I think this bottle at uh, Trick of Wine and Liquor, if you'd like to sponsor the show, uh, runs about fifty five. That's not bad in that ballpark. So yeah, it's it's a really good deal. I mean, this tastes from memory nothing like the regular. No, Basil oh, Hayden's. No, it doesn't. It's it's yeah, it's not even close. It's um and. A lot of ryes to me have a heavy floral finish, almost you know like you're smelling fresh flowers. Yeah, and 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 this one has it's it's very 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 light. It's very faint. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking for this one. Yeah, yeah. I, it's and then the um, the one that took second place was one I never heard of before. It was called Pinhook. Pinhook. Yeah, it had a horse on it. The one that turned, it was second and third were within two points of each other. That was very, it was neck and neck. And, and the, the third place whiskey is the, the granddaddy of all rise. And that's Sazerac. Meshach, bed to go. Exactly. And Sazerac. is that the one we had the last time you were on yeah, the show? Yeah. I brought the Sazerac cause I was in New Orleans yeah. and went yeah. to the Sazerac house. And, and I actually, I, we were, we were tasting them. I was like, yep, that's a Sazerac. <laughs> that's Sazerac. <laughs> That's my second favorite. Did you like what I did with that graphic? Yeah. The 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 record? Yeah. <laughs> did you notice that I changed the Capitol Records logo to Daniel? No, I didn't see that. Was... Because of the that's the yeah. the book of the Bible that right. that comes from. Yeah. Oh, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Easter eggs. <laughs> oh yeah. So and actually, yeah, I will um here, I will gift you the remaining. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you. Now, for listeners, as far as how kind I am, there's maybe a hundred milliliters left in there. <laughs> so about two airplane shots. Yeah. So I'm. So one. I'm not <laughs> that good of a friend. One. One. One shot. E- evening yeah. mic shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank I mean, you so much. I'm a nice enough friend to to no, to I, give it to him, but I'm not nice enough to give him a full bottle. I so like I'm, so I like I'm having it, so I'll. I'll get to stare at it some, and, yes. and then I'll I'll know. And I'll finish it off. Today. I'll, I'll remember to look for it. And yeah, know it when I see it. So yeah, that's uh, that was this year's uh, winning winning rye. Excellent. And and I am now the uh, family's first three peat, three in a row, or but three overall. Three overall. I think we've done this the last eight or ten years. Okay. And uh, in in the early years, I took more risks. With with some of my selections, and then realized that all of my brothers and brothers in laws are a bunch of wusses, and um, was able to figure out what what fits them both. But yeah, so far my winning entries have been Woodford Double Oaked. I mean that's just a given. It is yeah. 
Um, and then the Woodenville port finished. If I had that. Yeah. I have? Yeah, I think so. Woodenville? Woodenville, yeah. It's out of uh, uh, Washington State. Okay. And they ha- they make Kentucky straight bourbon, and then they have one that's port finished, and it's same price range. Absolutely spectacular. I'm, I'm, I've been meaning to ask you, should I buy Angel's Envy? I like Angel's Envy. You like that? Yeah. What about their port finish? I think they're all port finished. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. They, but their rye, <laughs> their rye tastes like French toast. I'm not kidding. That's a good thing? I think it's I like French toast. <laughs> <laughs> but the Angel's Envy rye tastes like French toast. Okay. Because uh, Lieutenant Colonel James was shopping yeah. prior to our last recording, I think, and, and was asking me, should I get this Angel's Envy? He was thinking that that was, that was uh, he got it confused with Eagle Rare. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm uh, like, that's not the one I recommended to you, but you should, I think you should buy yeah, it. Angel's Envy, it's a, I thought so. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I'd take Eagle over it, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because it's a little cheaper. James was not impressed with um, one of the other ones he bought, which was Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is just a good, solid bourbon. Yeah, and it's, where he buys it at the uh, in Virginia, they have, like, the government. The PX? Oh. Or maybe it is related to the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, like, $23 yeah. for the bottle or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's, and I'm like, no, that's one of the reasons it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only twenty three dollars yeah. a bottle. It's it's I, I use it more for for um, cocktails. Yeah, uh, it's a great mixing bourbon. I mean, it's good by itself, but it's not. It's not. It's not slap your mama good. No, it's not pappy. <laughs> nothing. No. Nothing is pappy though. No, nothing is pappy. Uh, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, let me know when you are ready to sell. <laughs> Because I I have may have a buyer for it. I know I'm still trying to decide. I, okay. Part of me would feel bad if the guy that gave it to me asked me how it was, and I said I sold it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He doesn't listen to this, does he? Does anybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, our uh, our potential uh, new guest in a couple of months. Yeah, that's um, true. Claims he listens, but I suspect. Based on what I've heard, that he was only listening to these episodes of oh, you and me, okay. maybe. Well, I mean, he's not the best. Because he did compliment our back and forth banter. Really? Specifically ours. Well, we have good banter. We do. And that reminds me of something else I need to ask you off off air. I'll just ask now. You want to cross streams? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm cutting. I'm cutting now. Oh. To talk about the thing that is not crossing the streams and definitely not to cross the streams for the record. Gutty, gutty, gutty. Okay, now we're back and there were no streams crossed. No Or, streams or crossed. sword player, sword fighting or anything no. with swords. No. All right. Um, well, thank you, Matthew, for that. Yes, please enjoy the rest of the, the Basil Hayden's Dark Rye. Trick- ba- basil, no, not Basil. No, yeah, it's Basil Hayden's. Okay, because we're never... Americans and we say it Basil. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, and Trick and Wine and Liquor, if you'd like to sponsor the show, we'd be happy to do it. Also, Olson House in yes. Milwaukee. For Olson, that's Olson with two O's dash house dot com for all of your Scandinavian home design These and are decor needs. Beautiful glasses too. Aren't they? I bet I And they were like the I Googled these. Yeah. Because I wanted to try to uh, there was nothing on the packaging that indicated whether or not they were uh, dishwasher safe. Yeah. And so I had to I was Googling around and I discovered that that the Olson house had the best price on these. Oh, uh, best price a, compared to Amazon by a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Well, and and these have a good consistent surface that we Adair could cricket something really cool on these if you wanted. Okay. Yeah. Because the Glen Cairns are really Curved. really hard. I yeah. Mean, it was there was lots of cursing when <laughs> into the Nerd Burger. And the two that I got were not identical. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> They're handcrafted. <laughs> and I got the uh, the rubber molds to make the oh, round ice cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, not I, that I put ice in my whiskey, but maybe well, my, cheap, gonna, my cheaper whiskey. If you're going to make an old-fashioned. True. Mixed drink. You're going you're gonna to want, want some ice in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I it, like, was, it was a whiskey Christmas. As a, as... <laughs> Speaking of Christmas and giving gifts. I've got a gift for you, Matthew. Oh, my gosh. Happy New Year. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I think I know what this is. You think you know what it is? I, I have an idea, but I don't know specifically. What does it feel like? It feels like a license plate. Yeah. Okay. That might be what it feels like. <laughs> is, it an Il- is it an Illinois plate? Uh, it is not an Illinois okay. plate. Okay. I'm sorry. No. No, no, no. That's... But because, as you're opening that, because it's a new year... <laughs> I want a new start. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is brilliant. I thought you'd like that. This is amazing. I have to send a picture of this to my Hermanos group right now while we're doing this because, oh my gosh. I already got the license plate, Lindsay. <laughs> Take a camera. Yeah, thank you. This is You're brilliant. welcome. <laughs> I saw that and I thought of you, oh. <laughs> and I and I thought I have you to get this for me. Brilliant! <laughs> I do want a new start. It is start. Oh my gosh, I love this. Yes, it is the California Anus Tart license plate from Arrested Arrested Development, Development season four. Which, that was from season four. Yeah, season four. Okay. Yeah. This <laughs> is. <laughs> This this was the the second of the of the two Tobias gags like that. Yeah, you know the first one was where he combined being an an, an analyst, analyst with a, a therapist, therapist on his business it's card, pronounced an alrapist, but it looks like anal, anal rapist. rapist. <laughs> well, therapist looks like the rapist. Yes, it yeah. does. But um, anus tart. And, and there was a there was a great one in, in season four. Where it introduced a new start. Yeah. When Lindsay is driving out to the airport and gets cut off in traffic by Tobias, who has this, <laughs> she yells at him, it is start. <laughs> I forgot about that. And at that point, you don't know it's Tobias right, you driving don't know it's him it yet. because of the whole nonlinear right. aspect. Thank you so much. You're I wrong. love this. <laughs> this is brilliant. My hermanos are going to be so jealous. And that makes me even happier. Excellent. But I, I also I got some more. Actually I bought them I bought them over a year ago for myself for Christmas last year and yeah. I've been holding on to them for a time when we had, you know, some some time to kill okay. at, the end, at the end of a show. And and we have that today. We have, yeah. So here, here's my, my license plate collection. Yes. Oh jeez. Holy think, crap. I think these should be in order. Okay, so we're gonna start with uh now that this is from two award winning, critically acclaimed top-rated television series now instead of just one. Okay. It is the New Mexico license plate for ah, Saul Goodman's Cadillac. There you go. Lawyer, Lawyer up. up. 
Yep. Nice. <laughs> and not to be outdone, specifically Breaking Bad. This is from the la- final two episodes of Breaking Bad. It's Walt's New Hampshire. Whoa! Okay. They're, they still have the plastic. Yeah, it's a little slippery. slippery. Yeah. yeah, the New Hampshire license plate from the Volvo that he stole okay. <laughs> to drive back to <laughs> New Mexico. On the way from New Hampshire to New Mexico, you might stop in New York and find one Cosmo Kramer driving around with Ass, ass Man. Man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is not the only these are, ass themed <laughs> license plate in the room. These are brilliant. Also, along the way <laughs> from New Hampshire to, to New Mexico, you might drive through through Illinois and maybe stop in Chicago where you can get nervous driving oh. Cameron's dad's Ferrari. <laughs> and if you're feeling a little hungry while you're in Chicago, yeah. but you, you want real pizza and maybe some extra cheese, you'll head north. Oh, a 70s show. It's that it's, it's yeah. the license plate from That's, the Vista cruiser. Yes. <laughs> nice. All these are brilliant. The old school yellow yeah. Wisconsin license plate. Maybe you want to you want to take a trip. Uh, you want to take the southern route from New Hampshire okay. to New Mexico and drive drive through our fine state here of Georgia, specifically Hazard County. Oh, Duke's Hazard. That's right. Oh my CNH three two zero. That's amazing. Now we're doing the. Uh, we're we're going to head back to New York. Okay. Because the whole uh, driving from New Hampshire to New Mexico thing I made up just now. <laughs> And I had already pre-ordered these and with without that in mind. So we're going to drive back to okay. New York for one of my favorite childhood movies. Ghostbusters. It's the original Ecto-1. Ghostbusters. License plate. And we drove too far. <laughs> we passed New Mexico and Arizona and yeah. ended up yeah. in California. <laughs> Out of time. This one actually has... The oh, August and okay. 1986 stickers to add to it on the back. Uh, speaking of that, there was a, a callback to that in Seth MacFarlane's movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, yeah? Have you seen that? No. It, it's it's Seth MacFarlane, 14-year-old male humor. But is he in it? Yes. See, I don't... Uh, he's good. He's, he's funny. I can't stand looking at him. He's funny. He looks um, like he's made of plastic. He does. And at one point, he's walking through the old West Town, and he opens up this big barn door, and there's Doc working on the DeLorean. Oh, like it's <laughs> yeah. it's his his the blacksmith shop. Yeah, like from it's part three. Doubled into the part three uh-huh. movie. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, we can't we can't bring up part one and part three without bringing up nope. part two. And here's yeah. the, of course the, <laughs> the bar I, I had to get. I think it actually came with. <laughs> oh, okay. In as a set with oh, with, with awesome. the out of time one, it's the barcode. Yeah. license plate. From that's so cool. Twenty fifteen. Hello. Hello. Bye. <laughs> but thank you. I, this is awesome. Oh my gosh, I love it. You will see it featured proudly. Now I just gotta see where on my shelves can I put it. Where it will show up on your webcam when you're in meetings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I, I've got to make sure it's you it's have in, to. It's yeah. Because. Um, I like to, you know, and, and maybe like it's bury... like half of the A is covered up with a picture frame on that side. Yeah. So you can, it just says new start, but you can tell what it right. is. Yeah. You don't see the word anus. 
There's no anus jumping out at you. Episode know. title. No. Alternate episode title. My, yeah, I just posted it to my Hermanos group. Mine. <laughs> That's it. Fine. No responses yet? That's it. Okay. Um, but no, thank you so much. You're welcome. This is awesome. I love it. Like I said. Yeah. You saw Anus Tart and thought Solhoff. There is, uh, if you want to, they're on Amazon. And yeah. They're like 15 to 20 okay. bucks a piece, and they have the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay. So that's, that, <laughs> that, that was, was the, the Illinois that you were that referring to. That was the first to. one that came right. to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought about both of them. Oh. <laughs> for you. But I thought that would be funny. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my gosh. You can buy yourself the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't, there's always no, more Christmases. There's always more. Yeah. When's your birthday? Uh, in a in a bit. In a minute. <laughs> Spring, summer, fall. It's so yeah, it's I'm Man, kind okay, of, kind of vague. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Depends on who you're asking. If you're Skype, I think my birthday's in July. <laughs> if you're Google, my birthday's in October. <laughs> if, uh, okay, you know. All right. I never give them the same one. No, why would you? None of their business. Although on Skype it got pretty irritating because every July people would send me birthday wishes. And you're like, what the? F- uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then I would go in there and turn off the notification of what my <laughs> birthday is. <laughs> oh, well, good show. Yes. I think that this about does it. This right? is fun. Um, I guess, you know, the only last question I have is uh, Mike, where can they find us? Oh, thanks for asking, Matthew. They can find us at NerdBurgerShow.com. At NerdBurgerShow on the Twitters. Cause, yeah. Because now that Elon lets us back in. Well, now that Elon lets everybody back well, in. Well, yes. Yeah. Except for journalists who try to dox his and his family's location. Yeah, that's not a good thing to do. I'm just going <laughs> to just, yeah, we'll just not do that. No, that's not good at no. all. No. Even in poker, we keep kids out of the the mess. Yeah, we keep wives and kids out of the smack talk. Even the topics that are off limits, lowest of the lowest of the low. We you don't go there. We don't go there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, in this day and age, journalist doesn't really carry the same weight that it used to. No, because they used to do journalism. Right, and now they don't. No, (laughs) I miss the National Enquirer. There was more me's in there. (laughs) <laughs> the weekly world remember that uh-huh yeah yeah could that they was, have could they have found us in the was national the, Enquirer? was the weekly world news was that where the they they uh wrote about the triumvirate oh yeah that the well the <laughs> national Enquirer was for her <laughs> with colonel sanders before yeah. he went tits up yeah. <laughs> it was you know the Enquirer was was you know gossip talk that was a, a few degrees off of crazy and weekly world was the Aliens, yeah, lizard people, and, and, and yeah, yeah. And all that. And stuff. That was always fun. Yeah, <laughs> but could they have found us in either one of those publications? No. Okay. But no. Are there other places? They can email us. Oh, Nerdburger Show at protonmail.com. A mail? A, a, a mail? Am I pronouncing that properly? A, a mail? Remember Brian Gumble and that ABC? <laughs> no. Yeah, like the very. He didn't first know what time. email was. A mail? Is that is that how I'm pronouncing it? A mail. M-A-L-M-A-L-M-A-L. Yeah. It's hilarious. No. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. They in. first discovered the internet and email and <laughs> Good Morning America. And... I can't, I can, can never think of Bryant Gumble without thinking of 
that Thanksgiving episode of Saturday Night Live with Dennis Miller hosting the the news, and he kept saying he 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 said something about Thanksgiving turkey, and he went gobble gobble gobble, and then <laughs> multiple times throughout after that he would he would like he talked about the, the Brian Gumble and he went gumble gumble gumble, oh. <laughs> and there were a couple of other ones. It's funny, yeah. Brian Gumble is Gumble 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 Gumble. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, protimail.com. <laughs> Join us next week on Nurburger when Larry is here. I can think. I think my voice comes back too. Let's hope so. Yeah. Drink more whiskey. That'll help. Whiskey solves a lot of problems. Whiskey solves a lot of problems? Is that like uh, Homer Simpson? Beer. The cause Mm -hmm. of and solution to all of life's problems. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Cheers. Brilliant.